Il arrive souvent qu'un lecteur ou un prétendu lecteur qui fait semblant de s'intéresser à mes livres me pose une question sur un livre que je viens de publier ou sur un livre que je suis en train d'écrire et il me demande par exemple c'est un livre sur quoi et je suis très désemparé car je, je ne sais pas un livre sur quoi alors quelquefois je dis c'est un livre sur vous quelquefois je dis c'est un livre sur moi The price of the book just went up.
I don't mind the loneliness of it, which has been mentioned. I, the drudgery really can get you down. I mean, so much of it is just this sheer drudgery. And uh, um, that, I think, often uh, doesn't come into, into uh, consideration. I think sometimes we'll we'll get an idea and we'll think how wonderful it is until we begin to try to live with it for a while and and that's that's the way I write I try to live in the worlds I create for a little while of the book just went up. Performance is writing a text of me. What is the difference between the text and what is said? The voice and me. The voice is the performance. Is that me or the text or something behind the text itself? about what to write you make a choice about what to say about it you know you make a choice about when to write something that happens in the world causes you to do so and I think those are all political choices
price of the book just went up. How terrible that we should only tolerate each other. Yeah. And finally, I, I realized that to tolerate someone is basically to let them alone mm -hmm. and to let them live their own lives. And, and, and that, is, um, that is a very precious commodity, the, the, the right to be let alone, the right to be allowed to live your own life. The price of the book just went up. Encoded, be coded. 
I do write from a community. I write from a community of experiences, ideas, a certain kind of experience in the world or something. Right out of a certain historical context, I guess. Le livre parfait serait un livre sur rien, qui tiendrait debout par sa seule forme et pas du tout par une, une anecdote racontée, ni aucune espèce de sujet. The price of the book just went up. I think the problem with utopia and literature is in literature there needs to be conflict. And in Utopia, there shouldn't be.
How far from thought to speech to written word to ear to hear me? Euh, Est-ce que le livre représente quelque chose et est-ce que le phénomène de la représentation est important dans le cas de l'écriture et de la lecture. Euh... Which comes to a point of why this plethora of people who want to write and why do they want to write? Uh, I think often there is a confusion, and this is not just kids in colleges, but uh, it's in. Um, And writing conferences, which I've gone to three or four of, and uh, it is, it's, it's less wanting to write than it is wanting terribly to be a writer. Uh... Political poetry. But that is to say almost too much about it, because when people hear that word, they think, oh, as you know, what, is, what does that mean? But I think what it means is that, and I extend it to people who even write the diary, that you write, you have to do certain things upon approaching a work that have to do with making choices. Car il y a toujours quand même un sujet. Mais au moment où j'écris un livre, et au moment où elle écrit un Morin écrit un livre, le sujet est pour lui tout à fait secondaire. The price of the book just went up.
price of the book just went up. Dead air on the pirate radio. Don't wanna have a dead air, but we can do whatever the fuck we want, cause it's a pirate radio. That was skin tone. Was, I mean, it was technically actually a, ja- a James Goddard performance, as distinct from skin tone. What makes um. it different? I think the distinction is only important to myself, but uh, <laughs> it's rather academic for everyone else. But That's no problem with us. Um, Who's up next? Uh, so, SFL? Yes, at 11 o'clock. And before that, we've got... Um, well, we were going to maybe ask a couple of questions to you, James. Um, okay well we talk all the time but i had we haven't talked much about your performance today and um what you are using do you want to you didn't write the text any of the text for this performance well i mean uh (laughs) i suppose that's what the questioning is about what who who am i what is writing, what is text, what is performance, and the relation between those things, and how that works. I don't know if it's super deep. It's maybe like first year like communication studies, like sender receiver. Um, but I don't know. I was I thought it was interesting in the context of this radio, especially this like super small range radio. So it's like going out into the ether, but maybe not that far and maybe I was going to be the only person listening that was (laughs) crossed my mind as I was uh, as the text was writing me okay well fortunately we have a studio audience 
and um, also, uh, yeah, who who yeah who knows who else is listening um, via the radio and via the internet. But I would like to cite some sources because I feel uh, guilty always using people's things and not citing them. So some of that was, uh, some of the samples were Dion Brand, Dion Brand talking. Uh, some was Octavia Butler. Uh, some was Alain Robbrier. And uh, some from William Gaddis. And then in the starring role, announcing that the uh, price of the book is continuously rising is William Gass. Okay, is how... Is the book the price of the book continuously rising? I just with inflation. Well, <laughs> I, I, I natural resources. I suppose it depends. I think in the context that he's saying it, it's it's from like uh, the beginning of a speech he was given, and he was given a very like warm introduction. So I think he was implying that the price of his book uh, was going to be more expensive after that warm introduction. Uh, so I th I like the idea of as the performance continued, this sort of implication that I was sort of selling a book, and as like the timer was, like as the performance continued, the price of the book rose, that specific book. But uh, yes, prices of books <laughs> are rising. Literally and figuratively. Quill, um, have you, have you have you written anything lately? <laughs> Besides uh, maybe or maybe not some of this performance? Uh, well, there's the Platitudes tape. We wrote that. Oh, yeah. We can talk about this. It's the Pirate Fucking Radio. <laughs> shameless uh, self-promotion. Shameless self-promotion is allowed on the, on the Pirate Radio. We play in an experimental duo called Platitudes. And we are mixing finishing mixing our tape it's about the morning mm -hmm. and uh, I also helped uh, I, I, I consulted on a piece of writing for Elise Barbara the uh, the local phenom um, for her uh, big stage show at the May that's going to be a uh, 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 it's uh, she she wanted to play on the pun, like the band is called The Black Space and the idea of creating a black space, but also um, the fact that a, a theater is called a black box theater or like a black space and that's uh, considered a neutrality and so, and also the blackness of space, uh, outer space. So uh, it's, it's a space adventure thriller um, to frame the songs that are going to be released on her next album. And that's going to be a pretty exciting performance. So y'all should April 20th and 21st at Montreal Al Intercultural, um, Elise Barbara, uh, Black Space. Elise Barbara's ba Black Space is what the performance is called. Um, and the band is also called Elise Barbara's Black Space. Okay, fantastic. Um, okay. Okay. Elise Barbara and the Black Space. No, oh, she owns the Black Space? Maybe. I, I, I quit the band. Elena is also in the Black Space. Um, and, okay, great. 
So, okay, one more quick question for you, James. I uh, noticed that you're not no longer holding your microphone, but, um, okay. That, that can be remedied. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So what does black space mean to you? Oh. <laughs> um, it's a very interesting question. It, well, it's a very interesting time to ask me that question because uh, actually, uh, um, so two weeks ago, I co-curated a Black Future event with Elena Studley, who performed earlier. Woo! Um, uh, and um, that was uh, that was the third Black Future event, and it was um, I don't know. I, it's there's something intoxicating, even if you don't, if even if you don't take in inebriants, there's something intoxicating about that environment, and it, it I. I um, so, I, I, and then again last night I co-produced pr a show with Swony Peralpopolo and I, again it was an all-black lineup and uh, it also felt uh, extra special. Um, uh, and there's, some, there's just something that happens when you do that. Even if the crowd is still like 60% white people, like, I don't know, there's just an energy that changes. I think because the norms of black performance are very different than the norms of white performance, especially in independent music spaces where uh, things like indie rock are like super coded and uh, <laughs> it's like a, I don't know, a, a drama of manners. And I think that uh, <sighs> if you, um, if you maybe provide, if the performers are willing to maybe step outside those bounds and, and uh, interact with the audience in a, in a sort of, I don't want to say more genuine way, but a more uh, more sort of gregariously vulnerable way. Uh, then I think the audience gives that back and the energy, and it just changes the feeling of uh, a room. And so, in one sense, that could be uh, a definition of black space. Um, in another sense, uh, obviously, there's the idea of like exclusive black spaces where black people get together to talk about the struggles that they face, and those are super important and super special. Um, sometimes they um, emerge spontaneously, and other times they, they have to be uh, forcibly created, but uh, it's that's always something interesting. I think when you live in a, um, I think for, well, I think for anybody, when you live in a white majority country, if you're not white, I think that there's uh, there's something to be sp really special about finding a space where you're not um, marg like you're not de facto marginalized, because often you'll find yourself um, being swamped or surrounded by uh, by an otherness that has historically been uh, actively antagonistic towards you. Thank you. I know that I just I popped that question out of you out of nowhere, and I um, really appreciate you answering it oh yeah. from the heart this way. Can I do the tie back? I missed the tie back. But tie it, it on back. So uh, I and okay. So this is the citation, and I actually freaked. Anyways, uh, there's an artist. Uh, so I feel most colored when I am thrown against a sharp white background. I didn't write that line. I took it from uh, Claudia Rankine's book, Citizen, and she didn't write that line. She took it from a series of paintings. The artist's name, I do not remember. I should have written it down. I realize the error of my ways now. But uh, um, so if, if you want to know what a black space is, I think it's the opposite of that. It's a space where 
you don't feel colored because you aren't pitted against a sharp white black 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 background (laughs) right um and i like the way that so like often we think of like a white background is like the neutral space but then you also just spoke about the the black space as being the neutral space um and i just i mean i think that's so fascinating and i think we all just need to think about a little bit more about neutrality Mm -hmm. it's also interesting the places so in a gallery space white is neutral on a page white is neutral but then in the theater a very embodied context black is neutral so i mean i obviously all of these there's external factors and material reasons for all of these choices like the theater needs to be dark so that you can have the lighting to do dramatic effects but i think it is an interesting symbolism that black is neutral often in embodied spaces or on bodies dressing in all black theater blacks uh, orchestral blacks and um uh for sort of disembodied or abstract material material abstracted from the person the page text and the gallery space paintings visual art uh white is the default of neutrality zora neale hurston okay thank you Okay, so it's like a third generation. The painter took it from Zora Neale Hurston.